0: This episode is brought to you by Bear Coast Coffee. Want to get 15% off beans or merch? Use code COFFEEBOSS, all one word, now at bearcoastcoffee.com. Welcome to Coffee Boss with Noah Schloss. I'm your host, a 22-year-old barista from Sunny Orange County, California. I road tripped around America for 3 months in my car visiting over 100 coffee shops in 30 different states. I interviewed coffee professionals all over the country while evaluating the coffee and culture of coffee shops. Upon my return, I started Coffee Boss to help others who want to learn more about what it takes to break into the coffee industry, the second biggest commodity in the world. Many baristas have a dream of starting their own shops, and I do too. Coffee Boss is a resource to help all of us achieve our coffee goals together and learn what we need to do to become coffee bosses. All right, Caitlin. So I have a question for you.
1: What?
0: So tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Okay. So what is your biggest turnoff when it comes to Valentine's or Uh. just... Your big, biggest turnoff in general. What's your
1: That's hard. I don't really have a bunch of them. I guess like all the cheesy Valentine's Day stuff is like pretty bad too. If we're talking specifically about like yeah. Valentine's Day,
0: what's like cheesy for you?
1: But, like here's some roses and stuff like that. Like I like other flowers and like other things. You
0: and, gotta be wine and dined.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. When people go out for Valentine's Day dinner and stuff, I don't know. I feel like that's just—it's busy everywhere. And yeah, it
0: sounds kind of yeah.
1: It never ends up being as fun as what people like think it's gonna be. I think,
0: but yeah,
1: yeah, the typical like dinner and a movie. Date. Do you have
0: any like big turnoffs? Just in general, like bad breath
1: or yeah, yeah, that's awful. Yeah, hygiene needs hygiene. to be top good. notch. <laughs> yeah,
0: top notch. Yeah, <laughs> when <laughs> girls swirl their coffee around. <laughs> <laughs> cut off <laughs> we're, done. we're done caitlin is my manager here at bear coast
1: yeah thanks for having me
0: yeah i'm so glad we could record together me
1: too.
0: and yeah caitlin's super dope she our shop is just super unique our the culture here that she's cultivated is so epic and um our coworkers and everyone get along and um just unlike anywhere i've ever worked so i'm super happy to have caitlin on and talk a little bit more about how she became a coffee boss because um she's an awesome coffee boss and it's a very unusual path so caitlin um how'd you become a coffee boss (laughs) Uh,
1: okay so long story i guess starting from like the beginning i guess um so I graduated with a bachelor's degree in marketing, and I did like sales and like marketing and like account management type jobs and stuff for like a few different companies and stuff. I probably did that for like five years. Do you want to
0: say your? Do you mind saying your age, by the way?
1: Oh yeah, that's fine.
0: Just so okay.
1: Do, do we need to go back or anything? No, or I'm because asking right now. Oh, right now? <laughs> oh, my God, yeah.
0: At this okay. very moment. I'm
1: in my 30s.
0: Okay, just to Early give- Early 30s. Just to give, just like, to give um, reference, Reference, right. right. yeah. Right. yeah,
1: got it, got it. Cool. Um, So I did these, like, marketing sales jobs for, like, five years. I was on the top sales team at one of my companies that I was at. Um, And we were doing stuff for, like, SoFi Stadium, Star Wars, Disneyland, what people would think would be, like, really cool, like, fun things, but I still just was, like, not having any joy in what I was doing, and I just felt like I was, like, kind of, like, my life was passing me by. I just was, like, sacrificing time and stuff, and so... How many hours a week were you working? I think I was just, like, 40. Yeah. I don't know. It was give or take, like, certain certain days you'd work like later and stuff um Mm -hmm. but mostly 40 it wasn't anything like 60 hour weeks or anything like that usually yeah um but I really just felt like I was like okay like I would like dread going to work and stuff and I was like I don't want to be that person who's like kind of miserable like going to work and stuff um so I started really just like thinking about like what I wanted to do and, like, different passions and stuff. And it always came back to coffee for me. And I think also part of the hard thing for me being in, like, sales and stuff was, like, you're just kind of, like, doing it, but it's not, like, any, like, ownership in it. And so I think for me, I was, like, I want to do something where I, like, can own it and, like, get to see, like, that, like, reward and, like, be able to, like, create something, basically. Um. So... Like, I was making a lot of money and stuff, but, like, guess it goes to show you, like, money doesn't buy happiness at all. Because I just was, like, miserable doing it. Um, But. Um, yeah. So, doing all that, then I, like, took, like, the biggest leap that I. Because I'm, like, type A personality that's, like, always organized, like, hard worker, like, all that stuff. And like, always planning and every and everything, so, like, going and just being, like, okay, I'm gonna up and quit, like, I was thinking through, like, every scenario of, like, what are people gonna say? Are they gonna be, like, oh, like, she couldn't do it, so, like, yeah. a pride thing, basically, of, like...
0: Who are the people that you thought of the most when you thought, oh, my gosh, like, who comes to mind right now that you were most... Know.
1: There wasn't really anyone specific. I think I thought a lot of, like, I don't know how, like, friends are going to be that i like graduated with and stuff like that they'll be like you graduated with a marketing degree you were like moving up in your companies like doing well but then you just like up and quit to like become a barista
0: um right but like how you been a barista before didn't.
1: so i started technically when i was 16 i got my first job at starbucks okay. and so i started there which i know a lot of people in specialty coffee like start at Starbucks or Pete's or something like that so I started there worked like through high school and like part of college like on and off at Starbucks um but then when I was like 18 I got super into like specialty coffee going to specialty coffee shops bought like all the pour over stuff and like equipment and like was watching like YouTube videos and like brewing videos and stuff all the time and like listening to podcasts like loved all that stuff and so that's when I like really got into specialty coffee and so it was always something I did on the side and like enjoyed and like I'd even wake up like for these jobs these sales jobs and stuff that I was going to I'd wake up extra early so that I could like make myself a pour over before I went to work and stuff so so and that was like my best part of my day like looking back at that I like that was my favorite thing so um just really thinking through all that, I just was like, okay, like this isn't it for me? Like this office stuff, isn't it? So um, that's when I like up and quit and was like, okay, I'm gonna go be a barista. And so started as a barista, been a barista. You're at Bear Coast, I started at um, you know, Lido House Hotel. Okay, in Newport. Right. So they used to have a common room like roasters in there, okay. and so there was like a whole team of us that like. We trained a little bit at like common room and then trained there. Um, My manager there was like in coffee and stuff for a while. So he was really good at like training all of that stuff. And so that's where I really learned like latte art, like dialing in, like all of that stuff there. Um And then there was an opening at Bear Coast when this store, our Dana Point store was opening. And so I applied for that. And so I was like one of the first people that like was at this Dana Point location when it opened. Um, So then I just stayed here and just kept moving up and moved up to like shift lead position and then up to a manager. So yeah. Wow. A lot doing that. So,
0: and how many years ago were, did you make that huge change?
1: Um, Let's see. When was that? Well, if I was in sales and stuff for like five years, probably in like, I want to say like 2018 or something is when I like started okay. in coffee. So, so
0: yeah. when 2018 hit, what was that pivotal turning point that made you decide to um, switch careers and go into the coffee market? Was it a buildup of um, just being over it?
1: Yeah, I think it was just a buildup over after doing what I was doing for five years and it wasn't really like, a specific thing, um, but I also would, like, look back and, like, think about and, like, reflect on, like, all these, because at first I was, like, okay, maybe I'm just, like, not in companies that I'm liking, and it's just, I haven't found that yet, but I thought back to, like, the places I had worked, and I worked for, like, a wide variety of, like, companies, like, I did sales and stuff, I did stuff for a tech company, I did, um, like marketing for this like luxury real estate company too at one point. Um, Mm -hmm. But just looking back at all those, like no matter what that, even though it was like a different environment and doing different things and stuff, I still just didn't like any of them. Um, And like some of the offices, even you could like say are like cool offices. They were like open concept with like couches and like, it's like the dream job. Yeah. You you would think it would be like the dream job, but like even having all those things, I just wasn't.
0: You mentioned like you weren't happy, but you also said that you weren't finding joy. Yeah. Can you define that? Like what's the difference for you between happiness and joy?
1: Um, It's kind of a hard one. Um, yeah, because I think a being lot of people chase, like, chase that. Yeah, like, oh gosh, that's hard to define that. Um, I guess being happy would be like, enjoying like what you are like doing and stuff but like hurt now because that's more joy I feel like joy is more like being satisfied I feel like after you're like done completing something like okay I did a good job like I am liking like what I did versus happiness is like I feel like that's more of a um like not surface level, what's the word I'm trying just to think like of? Just, like, an earthly but yeah, view of it. Yeah, because, like, joy is, like, Cultural. you can be joyful, but also, like, be sad or something like that versus, like, happy and sad or, like, just, like, emotions and stuff like that. Like,
0: temporary. Yeah,
1: temporary things. So yeah, When
0: I think of joy, it's, like, fulfilled like it's long term yeah. yeah
1: fulfilled that's the word i was trying to think it's about. like
0: something like it's meaningful it's purposeful it's mm-hmm. like coming it's bigger it's like yeah. a big purpose totally and totally. the happiness is like oh yeah i'm sure i'm happy term. for that mm-hmm. for that like an emotion
1: yeah totally yeah
0: that's cool yeah. so you were looking for that like what is gonna really fill my cup uh-huh and what yep. just wasn't doing it yeah so it coffee seemed it. like the right the joy coffee seemed
1: like the, the right thing because i was just thinking of like Just back to like when I started like getting into specialty coffee. Yeah, coffee. The coffee part of it was like the passion for me. But then also like thinking through like these coffee shops that I went to like with friends or family or whatever. And like just, I felt like it was just like big moments in like people's lives. Like, okay, like we'll sit and like have a conversation about like, hard things like death and like sickness and stuff like that. But then like also like would find out at coffee shops like, Oh, this person's engaged or like they're pregnant now or like they're getting married and just like different things like that that are like exciting things. And then also just like normal, like catching up with like friends or family or whatever. But also I just felt like I also had like a lot of like important conversations and stuff too with people um, at coffee shops. And so it kind of was like, this is like, coffee was like the like vessel or like coffee shops were like the like vessel for like growing like relationships and stuff in my life. So yeah, I think like thinking through like that bigger part of it, then that's what also really drove me to like want to start a coffee shop because I wanted to uh, just create like a community for people and like a place and like a space for people where they can like interact and like relate and stuff. And so I think that was also a big part of
0: it for me so when you jumped when you made that jump you know now you're here at Bear Coast and managing Mm -hmm. and obviously there was a time period where you weren't managing but now you're here and you're doing that even though it's not your shop per se, you're not the owner Mm -hmm. and someday you will you that's the goal you want to be the owner but I mean I'm here I've only been working with you for a couple months And it's very obvious that you can do that and you're doing it and it's Mm -hmm. like so epic. Like it works. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: That's a good point. I didn't think of that.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see like the like what we can cultivate like as a team and that we all like have each other's backs and like are actually like friends outside of work and like want to hang out with each other and stuff. I just really like that like aspect of it, I think.
0: Yeah. And you know what you're looking for in – employees yeah. and i mm-hmm. mean those are things that um are really hard to learn how to do yeah
1: you know totally. there's
0: some yeah. owners who are older who don't have that down, yeah.
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you're young and you got that down fast mm-hmm. right you. so that's like huge
1: yeah that's totally. a huge
0: part i mean you could have the best coffee in the world and like that doesn't matter if your yeah. staff is you know totally and you got it's not even your shop and you got like the prime staff yeah <laughs> mm-hmm
1: yeah, so we have a good group so
0: yeah um you said that there was you were we're talking about one person that um impacted your coffee experience mm-hmm. back in the day yeah who was that person
1: so that was back at what i was telling you about Lido house um hotel and how we were we were using common room roasters um like coffee beans and stuff but the mm-hmm. person that really helped me was Tony, my manager there. He He's worked in coffee for a lot of years. I forget how many years exactly. But he's helped, like, open up a lot of shops and stuff, like, in the past. And so it was okay. cool to be able to, like, pick his brain on, like, all that stuff and, like, tell him, like, oh, I want to open my own coffee shop and, like, learn, like, that stuff. But then also learning all the coffee side. Like, he had just, like, a ton of knowledge with, like um, – just like the coffee side of like dialing espresso and like latte art and like pour overs and like different brewing methods and just like all that stuff and like equipment and everything. And so it was cool to learn that um, side of everything too. Yeah. And like be able to like keep learning in that. And it wasn't just like, this is all I have to like teach you and that's it. You could just like pick his brain and ask him a thousand questions and he would just like let you. So it was cool.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask, like, how can you best utilize, if you're working in coffee right now and you have a goal, like, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: how have you best utilized all the resources, like, through the Mm Lido shop and here at Bear Coast? Like, what advice do you have for that? Where you're Um, not pushing, you know, being annoying, but being, like, a student almost. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think you can be, like, curious with stuff and, like, just have conversations with like your like owners of your shops or your managers or whoever and also to learn from each other because like people bring different like coffee experience from like different shops and stuff and so it's cool to be like oh we did this like at our shop and this really helped me like figure out like how to get like a balanced espresso by like doing this and adding this little like trick or like tip when they're like dialing in their coffee or something like that um But yeah, I think just always being willing to learn and always wanting to learn. Yeah. I mean, obviously not everyone is like working at coffee shops to like learn all that stuff and like learn all the like nitty gritty, like nerdy coffee facts of everything. But um, I think if you are, then you should like be open to like asking questions and stuff and not being afraid to like ask questions to like, your leadership and stuff because most of the time you find out that they like love talking about that stuff. And so it's cool to be able to like pick their brains on that type of stuff.
0: Yeah. You'd be surprised. I mean, I was shocked at how many baristas have a dream of starting their own coffee shop. So that's why I'm doing Coffee Boss. And Mm -hmm. um, so that advice goes really far because I think there's a lot of uh, resources that, Baristas can take just at yeah. their own shop, and they're they're totally. maybe afraid, mm-hmm. um, or yeah. it's it seems like the idea of starting a shop is too far fetched. Yeah, that it's not even worth it, and they need to yeah. pursue something else.
1: Mm-hmm. And for sure.
0: I mean, you you did that. I mean, you did pursue something else, and then yeah. you you came back, like you went to Mars mm-hmm. and came back. And yeah, I mean, that's something I'm gonna be doing too. I'm gonna be working mm-hmm. not in coffee for a while yeah. while doing coffee boss. Like I think a lot of people are, you know, in their 20s have this goal, but mm-hmm. there's no streamlined, like how do you
1: achieve it? Yeah. How do you achieve
0: it? So totally. that's why it's so cool to talk to you because you're kind of on the other side now. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. is what you've done is totally. huge because there's so many people who are way too scared to do it. Yeah. So yeah. what were the biggest things that um, helped you through that those challenges because i think a lot of people who are afraid don't know how to conquer yeah
1: it. yeah um you mean like people that were like supporting me or what do you mean like what What's are some
0: of the anything people maybe i think faith. people
1: i think people um, yeah i think i think like my faith and i think like people like supporting me like i the weird thing is so like i was like so scared uh, of like, okay, if I do this, like, what's everybody going to think? What are they going to say? Are they going to say things to me? And I was thinking all this stuff. But I didn't really have people in my life that were doing that. People were on the opposite. end, where they're like, wow, you're really brave for actually taking this step to do this. And we're we're like, here to support you. And we actually can like, see you doing this, like this is like what you're meant to do. And I've had Mm -hmm. so many people speak into my life in that way of just like, I know that you're supposed to be doing this. And I know you will do it. And so I think just, like, having a good, like, support system and stuff definitely helps a lot. But then also being, like, practical practical about things of, like, okay, like, where's the money going to come from and stuff like that. And, like, for me, like, when I was, like, working in sales and all that, I saved a lot of money. So that, like, definitely helped me. So I can totally understand where, like, people are younger than me and they didn't do, like, the, like office job or like sales job or anything yet and so they are like where am I going to get this money from like I want to start a coffee shop but like how do I do it if I have no money right now or something Mm -hmm. so but
0: it's probably really scary to spend all those savings on the coffee shop oh yeah that's
1: another thing too so that'll be like another like hurdle like once that time comes but yeah I mean it's an investment so
0: it is an investment
1: and I know like I'm like the type a like overachiever like planning type so I feel like that part of it I'm not going to be because people are like you know if you start your own business it's going to be like 16 hour days and stuff and I'm like yeah that part doesn't freak me out actually because you're a hard worker or- yeah so it's more of like what if it like fails or something but I mean yeah you, you get to that once it like actually happens but
0: well there's so much you could I'm watching yeah. kitchen nightmares oh my gosh telling yeah you, right and it's like there's so much you can do to fix it. Like, yeah, that's true. When you own your own business, it's not black and white. Yeah, totally. And so, it's so cool though that you're gonna take the leap. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so tell us, tell me. Okay. <laughs> I just want to hear. <laughs> tell me a little bit about um, your future coffee shop and okay. maybe what um, you want it to be. Yeah. Where, where you might be thinking um, yeah. in the future. Yeah. That's yeah. That stuff.
1: Um, so I definitely want to do it in orange County. Um, there's like a couple like different spots and stuff that I've been looking at. Um, I really want to do, so some shops that I've like been to in the past that I think they do a super cool thing. I think I like their like concept of how they do this, but they have like two different stations of like, there's like their espresso station and stuff and like batch brew coffee and stuff. And then there's a whole nother side that's like, Slow pour and it's like all pour overs and stuff like that. And so you like have your barista who's like pouring your pour over and like talking about your day and stuff. And I just feel like it's like a super personal like aspect to it, where it's like a chance to like talk more with the customers and like get to know them and stuff. um
0: Pour overs take like five and yeah, minutes, pour overs take
1: a while. So I think it's smart too that they like separate. The different like stations where it's like okay here's like the faster lane almost of like okay you're gonna get your latte and stuff like that like quicker than if you like do a pour over where you're waiting like yeah like five minutes or six minutes or something um so I always thought that concept was super cool super cool so if there's like some way I can integrate that then I would love to do that um and then just like I don't know yet if i really want to do food and stuff because i just feel like yeah i mean if i do i feel like i would do like hire full like kitchen staff for that or something because i don't know i feel like that's just a whole nother like aspect to everything and it almost like takes away from like being able to really have your coffee and stuff dialed in um just because you have like so many different things to focus on and stuff so But, yeah, so that's, like, the main things that I want to do. I would love to do, like, live music and stuff on, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'd do it, like, once a month or, like, once a week or whatever. But, like, nighttime and stuff. Do stuff. Like, use the space to do, um, like, have people do, like, live music and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: What's the hardest part about putting together a business plan or even thinking Um, about doing that and getting started?
1: Let's see. So i've been working on one actually for a while now um when did you start probably like a couple years ago i think (laughs) and i've like slowly like you like work on it and you're like on a roll like working on a bunch of different things on it and then like you kind of like take a break and like don't touch it for like a couple months and i feel like that has helped me the most because then you're like looking at it with like fresh eyes once you go like back to it again (laughs) um but I think probably some of the hardest things are like doing like the mission statement and stuff like that because you're like, I just want it to be like perfect and really want like people to understand like the concept of like what I'm trying to create. But like, there's only so many words you can use to do that, so.
0: Is it ever too early to start working on a business plan?
1: I don't think so. I think if you're like wanting to open your own business or your own coffee shop or something, I think you totally, you could crank it out in like six months, I think, if you like really just like did it every single day and spent hours on it and you could get a really good like decent business plan out or you could Google also Docs. take your time. Yeah. Or you could also like take your time and like slowly like do and like really like take time to like think through things and um, take like more time doing it, I guess. Who but, do you
0: consult with?
1: So I haven't really talked to that many people. I do have like, so there's businesses and stuff that I've worked For in the past that I've talked to them about business plans and stuff, but, um, I mostly I'm just doing it from like my experience with like, cause my business marketing degree, we did like, so we did kind of like these like shadow, I don't know what you would call them. They weren't like actual, they were like basically like business plans, but they were for businesses that were already like created. And we would like meet with like the, like owners of the business and stuff. Um, and talk to them about everything and then like would then do like a marketing plan for them or like a business plan or whatever. So, and it was all like volunteer. Like we would give it to them at the end too, which was cool, but yeah. So like I got a lot of experience with that, I think. Um, so I haven't really consulted with a lot of people on it yet, Okay. but I think like with time, I definitely will do that. And like even talking to like the owners here, and, like, mm-hmm. saying, like, hey, will you look this over with me? Like, is there anything that, like, sticks out? Because also the financial aspect of it, I feel like, is, like, a hard section of the business plan, too. Like, it's a lot to, like, do all that part. But,
0: yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of big decisions. Yeah, definitely. And you're, I'm, I mean, you'd be doing, you'd be the only partner. There wouldn't yeah. be a partner. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. that's a good so it's,
0: it's nice but it's also like yeah, there's wow pros and cons lots that, of decisions definitely. to make and you have to mm-hmm. trust yourself
1: yeah for you sure know.
0: and how does um how does like faith ride into the, all this
1: um i don't think you. i would be where i am right now without it honestly yeah um just because i really felt like i had to like rely on god and stuff too especially when i um first like quit and everything because that was like a major like huge thing for me like quitting and just being like okay I trust you that you're gonna like take care of me because like I said before how I'm like such the like planner type that not being in control of that and not knowing like what's next and like what the future like holds I think was like that really just like tested my faith and really just I grew a lot like during that time too.
0: yeah did you feel like god was calling you to quit was that part of the decision that was
1: part of it yeah definitely and just like now like looking back and like anytime i'm like praying about it now or anything too i just fully just feel like okay this is i'm in the right spot like this is what i'm supposed to be doing and just really feel like led to like do this so yeah yeah and if i didn't have that i don't know I don't know where I'd be. I'd probably be so stressed out and stuff. I don't know how people do it, but yeah.
0: I couldn't imagine because it's like you're not legally in a partnership, but, yeah. but you know, yeah, mentally, sure. faithfully you are. And mm-hmm. that's something that is like a lifesaver. Yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> I
0: could not imagine yeah, thinking like about. Yeah,
1: like who do you rely on? Like yourself, I guess.
0: I yeah. don't know. Yeah. But yeah,
1: that'd be difficult
0: i could not imagine starting for i mean in your shoes like starting a business doing any of this making these huge leaps of leaps of faith you know like um or even you know thinking about putting all so like a lot of finances into a big you know Mm -hmm. like trusting that this is what god wants and seeing that validation is the self-validation yeah Um, it's not self-validation but that that's how no, you can trust yeah. yourself yeah because yeah. you know it's not 100%. even trusting yourself so yeah mm-hmm. I feel like that's a huge key piece
1: oh, <laughs> for you right definitely is for me yeah for sure
0: that's so cool yeah I love that yeah um well I wanted to also talk about um I guess we talked about your your shop is there anything yeah. else you want to talk about with your shop
1: uh, I don't know. I feel like I kind of want to leave stuff more as a surprise. Yeah, I don't want but to. But like that's the main anything. like concept of like what I want to do. Yeah, it's so, so exciting. I'm so excited. And I it, love like thinking about it and like thinking of like decorating it and like everything too.
0: Do you picture the staff? So, for some background, let's talk uh-huh. about the staff at Bear Coast that you've okay. cultivated. Okay. And maybe how you've done that, because I think that you're, I mean, you're the manager, you're the the person that does these interviews. Mm -hmm. Um, And we didn't really talk about talking about this, but um, you have done an awesome job just, you know, putting together a team that Mm -hmm. vibes. That's yeah. the only way I can put it, yeah. I can think of putting it best is like, you know, the vibe here and mm-hmm. you know who's going to vibe together. Yeah. And it's worked really well. What's mm-hmm. the key to that? Even if some people may not hang out and other people yeah, do yeah, yeah. like, what are the key things that you look for when you're hiring?
1: Um, I think when you like in the interview, you really get to know the person and see like their like because they're putting their best foot forward. So it's like, you're not going to see like their bad side or anything, obviously. But um, you just really can see their personalities shine through, I feel like a lot of times in interviews, because people are really like, they're wanting the job. So they're gonna be like, talking to you about like, different things. Like I tend to ask people like things like just not like, what do you like to do for fun and like different things like that aren't like the typical interview questions. I feel like, I feel like it's not all about like coffee and like how much coffee experience you have. Like what about restaurants and like this? And it's a lot of also just like getting to know the person. And I think by doing that, that really has helped me be like, okay, like this person said they like this and -and so-and-so who already like works here loves this. And so they would be, like, good friends or whatever. And just, like, obviously making sure they're qualified for the job and stuff. But then, like, seeing, like, little things like that of how they would fit in with, like, other people. um, And just, like, get along and, like, maybe become, like, friends and stuff out of it. But it's kind of weird because it's also, like, sometimes I'm just, like, I have no idea. Like, before I do interviews, I'm usually, like, praying, like okay, like, help me, like, see, yeah, and I think that, honestly, is the reason why, like, this team is, like, so good, is just praying about it before and just, that's, like, getting guidance and, like, um, yeah, like, just, I feel like I'm just getting wisdom and guidance from interviews because I'm, like, praying before that God would, like, open up my eyes to, like, the interview and stuff, but, yeah. yeah.
0: I feel like that's a huge piece. We were talking about this in my life group recently, uh-huh. just like how businesses can be more intentional mm-hmm. when it, or no, we were talking about this where I was talking. I might've been talking about it on another podcast okay. episode, yeah. actually. Yeah. I can't remember, but <laughs> just how businesses can be more intentional. Like, yeah. Do you, pr- can you pray before, um, you know, a meeting or yeah. pray, like, like, Tom, one of our yeah. um, employees here, yeah. we, we opened, he asked if we could pray for the shop before, yeah. like
1: yeah. things like
0: that make a difference. Oh, and it's so mm-hmm. cool. And I think that in business, um, it's so easy to not do that. But, um,
1: yeah.
0: and it, the crazy part about Bear Coast is that it's not a religious, it's, yeah. it's not a Christian coffee shop, but yeah. we've, we have this we have culture. yeah have so
1: many, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's cool
0: and it's impacted people's lives and mm-hmm. we have we do have some um employees that like aren't believers or yeah. and stuff yeah. but mm-hmm. like they are but also they
1: see
0: yeah and we've had awesome conversations
1: mm-hmm. definitely
0: th- that have been provoked by them so yeah
1: yeah totally so cool. really cool mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and i think that all has to do with your prayer in that interview yeah and I mean, you hired me. I was on the road trip.
1: Yeah, and we were traveling through—I forget where you were when you called. I was in Texas, and I have never like <laughs> met you in person or anything yet. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And, yeah. and God, we like
1: talked on the phone and stuff. And I just was like, okay, well, do you want to work here?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was shocked. Yeah, but God was very present because my parents ended up getting rental a block away. Yeah, you know, and that was—they yeah. didn't know I got this job and yeah. everything and so mm-hmm. it's just like wow yeah, you know? it's crazy and this has been yeah. one of the most fun seasons ever for yeah. me so
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Right. it's cool i really respect that and i think that that's a key element it to is.
1: Mm-hmm. just
0: what people anyone that is trying to figure out how to become a coffee boss or yeah. you know yeah. get this get to the point that you're at because you're, you've gotten far and it's really cool like mm-hmm you know, that's huge.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, well, okay. Let's talk about, uh, coffee projections for a little bit in the coffee market. Yeah. Um, you can be brief or go really into detail, whatever you want, but, um, where do you see the coffee market two years ago presently? Um, and then maybe a two year projection, five year projection.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Specific, okay.
0: you could talk specifically here in Orange County or you could go nationally, whatever. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like in Orange County, okay, you said two years ago first, yeah, yeah. So Orange County, I feel like there was a bunch of um specialty shops and stuff that were already like open a couple years ago, but like people were still like going to like more of the like bigger shops, like more of the like second wave coffee shops like Starbucks and like Pete's and all that stuff still. Mm -hmm. Um, And it felt like kind of like you were like the like cool person that was like, oh, like I know this like cool coffee shop. And like not everyone was like really into specialty then. Um, Right. But since then, like presently, I would say um, there's just a lot more that have popped up, like specifically in Orange County, like Costa Mesa and like Huge. Is like they're everywhere in Costa Mesa and I feel like Irvine even right now recently I feel like a lot of the shops from like Costa Mesa and like Newport are expanding in Irvine like to their second location now like I know I think it was is it Kit Coffee that just opened Kit. one in Irvine and they I have was like three I
0: just, locations now I think or two okay yeah I oh, think I two remember.
1: or three but um yeah so a lot of places are like expanding to Irvine now which I would never expect um but like Two year production, I guess I would say is we're not seeing like this like trend of specialty coffee like die down at all or like slow down. So I think it's just gonna like keep ramping up. Like maybe there'll be less of like the like second wave coffee shops. What do you and think? People will be the, going more towards like the specialty.
0: What do you so. think is the biggest drive towards specialty? Um, for you or I for your like business, your future business.
1: For my business is more going to be like kind of what we talked about like this whole time, like creating like a space for like community and stuff like a space Mm -hmm. where like people want to like hang out and like do like work or like school or like
0: the connection
1: connect. Yeah. Connect with like friends, family, whatever. And Starbucks Um, is
0: moving away from that. Right. Yeah. mm -hmm. It's more quick. It's more like, let's just go
1: like grab our coffee and yeah. Within like a like two minute thing or whatever. Um, Right. But yeah, I feel like, So I feel like there are still the shops that are, like, super, super focused, like, on the coffee, which their stuff is, like, so completely dialed in, like, they're, like, really, like, niche coffee, like, their, like, specialty drinks and stuff are, like, super intense and, like, they make all these, like, house-made everything and um, have, like, different, like, there are some coffee shops still down like in this area that are like super super focused on the coffee and everything's like really dialed in and everything which is good to have but then they focus less on like the community aspect of it so i feel like you're seeing now more people that are like i want a decent cup of coffee um and like i want it to be specialty and i want it to taste good but also that's not the most important thing to me it's more of like the space that's been like created for like to cultivate that like community aspect of it, I guess. So I feel like that's more of what we're going to see happening of like less and less of like the like super, super dialed coffees and stuff. Like it'll still be good coffee and it still will be specialty, but I think we'll see less of, of that for like two year, five year, but also five year could go completely different direction and do like the, have you heard of the fourth wave coffee shops and stuff now? Yeah. Where they're doing like all these alternate like, brewing like methods and like all these different things so like we could see more of those pop up too
0: and for you so. do you think that it's important to keep going with those waves or is the community part more important because for me i think it's a balancing act yeah i mean when i went is. to all these coffee shops around america i was evaluating the culture and the coffee yeah. and what yeah. do you do with both And some shops mm-hmm. well a lot of shops only did one or the other
1: yeah
0: and i feel like I it's important to do part. both.
1: Mm-hmm yeah i but think you definitely you, need to balance it but like then the hardest part is like okay how do you do that though mm-hmm. how do you like not focus too much on the coffee where you're like scaring people away because the coffee is like so intense and like all the processing of all of that um but then how do you like still have good coffee and then create that like community aspect of it
0: or so, how are you spend like you don't want to be spending too much money that's the other on thing. Something like, that people don't care about
1: coffee mm-hmm. yeah uh-huh.
0: or you're buying equipment to keep up
1: with the fourth wave
0: and then the you know your market doesn't even care totally
1: people are just like oh like i don't want that method of coffee or something
0: yeah Yeah,
1: for sure
0: it's definitely it's definitely specific to the neighborhood you're in and Mm -hmm. all that totally um yeah yeah here in orange county i could see that especially in that costa mesa oh yeah definitely
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um it gets i don't want to say competitive but it gets like yeah. You know, there's everyone's starting new processes, mm-hmm. and people know what yeah. they're, they're getting, and yeah. um, you know they ask. Mm-hmm. So down here in this area, it's not as yeah, it's not it's as pretty. Hang loose, like yeah, for sure. People just want they come and they want to have that cup of coffee, and mm-hmm. it's they want consistency. I think here, yeah, especially here at Bear Coast yeah, for um, sure. But people are also looking for like that connection i mean loneliness is the biggest epidemic right now i think crazy and i don't see it i think it's gonna get worse and worse oh yeah so sad Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah people want like people love just seeing the same worker every day yeah it's like Mm -hmm. the most consistent thing
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so after telling your story um and everything what is one key takeaway um that you have for anyone listening and something that they can apply to their their coffee boss walk
1: yeah yeah um I think just going with the the changing careers to coffee thing um I think it's hard for a lot of people to think about like just letting go and completely quitting everything like that um and I know the hard part too for some people is they have like different responsibilities and stuff, or like, maybe they have a family or kids or something like that. So that's like even scarier for them than it would be for like me. Like I'm a single person, like I don't have a family to worry about or anything like that. So like now's like the perfect time for me to do that. So it's easier for me to say that to these people that are like, I want to start a coffee shop, but I have like my whole family I have to worry about. I can't just like up and quit. Um, so I guess I would say it's super scary I know that, but, um, maybe if you're in that, that spot where you're like, I don't, I can't just quit, but start making like steps to like move that way, I guess, like start working on a business plan when you're like off of work at night or something like that. And that way it like helps you like also have something to look forward to if you're like not loving your job or something right now. Um, but I don't know. I just encourage you to just like pick something that you can like something practical, I guess, that you can do. Even if it's like writing down, like, oh, like this is what I would want my coffee shop to look like if I did, if I like started one. And like, yeah, basically like a little like dream, like journal or something like that and like different aspects of it that you would want to have. Um, But yeah.
0: I liked what you said about happiness you know the job was not making you joy giving you joy it was giving you money Mm -hmm. and that was great and it served its purpose in the end but you really had to dive deep and say yeah for sure
1: Mm -hmm. that's really cool yeah
0: so yeah I think that's a great takeaway and also praying Mm -hmm. you know or in just putting like you're not putting it all on yourself Mm -hmm. that's huge too yeah
1: yeah, a thousand percent really cool that's what mm-hmm. i took away
0: from it yeah yeah <laughs> so cool. yeah i love these conversations and i love having them and recording them because yeah, i think other people can me. have it Yeah, for sure. <laughs> listen and hopefully learn something or um yeah go to caitlin's coffee shop someday <laughs> yeah i'm there i want to be like the first customer <laughs> i'm so excited me too well thanks caitlin for being on yeah thank Um, you it was
1: fun
0: yeah and hopefully we'll be recording again uh, someday at caitlin's new shop
1: yeah let's do it
0: and she can tell us more about the last leg of the journey before the start of really the start of the journey because like starting this shop is like just the beginning thank you for tuning into this special episode of coffee boss with noah schloss I'm so grateful you listened to this episode. Follow us on Instagram at CoffeeBoss with Noah Schloss. If you enjoyed this episode, please help me out by leaving a small review. If you have any feedback, ideas, questions, or just want to geek out with coffee with me, please leave a DM or send an email to coffee boss with Noah Schloss at gmail.com. I will try my best to get back to you promptly. And as always, share this episode with a friend or even a staff member, co-worker, or your coffee boss. And tune in for the next episode of Coffee Boss. Thank you for listening.